This week's pod is sponsored by Nova Energy Drink, which was established in 2019 when the need for a better energy drink in the marketplace was there. Many people who could not consume other caffeinated products, including coffee and sodas, showed this product to their doctors and they found that it was safe for a variety of health issues. With zero sugar, 1.5 grams of carbs, getting rid of common ingredients that cause allergic reactions, and only five calories per serving, Nova Energy Drink is set to be the healthier choice for our customers while providing long-lasting energy. Nova Energy Drink has now shipped worldwide with an expansive customer base, including some well into their 90s. Their continuing goal is to share this groundbreaking product with people searching for a better energy solution. We have three different flavors, Galactic Grape, Strawberry Moon, and Celestial Punch. If you go to NovaEnergyDrink.com and use the code word GEO, you get 10% off your order. And welcome, welcome to the Mouthpiece Wrestling Podcast with my man Gio. Hey, man. I can't do the podcast this week. I'm pregnant. <laughs> but I, I wondered why Twitter wasn't going off this morning. And I'm like, why? Because she's really pregnant. She really is. Yeah. I was looking and Twitter wasn't saying anything. And I'm like, what's going on? Like, they would be all over this, assuming that... Ric Flair and her and bang, but no, she's really pregnant. Um, that's a bit out of the blue. Strange timing, but <laughs> Gee, congratulations to Lacey then, I guess. Do you think like, I mean, will they just not do a women's match now? Or do you, I heard that maybe Peyton Royce is going to step in and fight Oscar. Um, Please, Peyton Royce is a treasure. Yeah. And Peyton Royce is one of those where she gets better. She is actually getting better. Like, do you remember some of the stuff on NXT was like, damn, it was bad. I mean, they're great on the mic and stuff, but wrestling wise. But yeah, Peyton Royce seems to actually be getting better. Um, but yeah, hopefully, I mean, I feel a bit sorry for Oscar at the minute. She's women's champ. She's been really good. She's just kind of lost in the shuffle. How is the champ like lost? You know, I, I don't know. <laughs> There's two people in a row that Asuka, that, that got out of fight and Asuka for being pregnant, by the way. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so is that the way you beat Oscar? Get knocked up. <laughs> That's Becky and Lacey. Dodged Oscar by getting pregnant. Maybe, maybe the irony will be that Becky will replace her. <laughs> maybe. Maybe. <laughs> I mean, it's probably going to be soon-ish, isn't it, that Becky's back? The, the irony of that one. Can you imagine? Yeah, that would be good. Because I, I am assuming, though, that she'll be back soon. Like, I think. But she'll definitely be here for WrestleMania and stuff. Um, but yeah, there have been some nice pictures. The baby is, is very cute, to be fair. I will give them that. Um, yeah, so it's been quite a week. We've got lots to go through. Uh, bar Lacey getting pregnant. There's been loads of stuff. News. There's disputes already in this AEW Impact thing i think yeah. we'll, we'll, we'll touch on that obviously nxt as well raw Derek, Derek forgot there was an nxt show so he didn't <laughs> review it do you know what i didn't really i'm not gonna lie give this nxt show much thought 
until the day before when I saw all the matches like on one of them screens on Twitter, you know, like the picture. And I'm looking at the matches and I'm like, oh, damn, it's going to be one hell of a show. And it, and it didn't disappoint. For me, virtually perfect. The women's match maybe was a bit botchy, but the rest of it, unreal. How do WWE get that so right and yet the rest so wrong? Well, to be fair, even SmackDown in it quite right. Because Triple H is allowing them more creative freedom over there. That's why Bauer doesn't want to leave. Yeah, it makes sense. Of course, the big... Everybody, everybody yeah. said, why would Bauer go back down in the ranks? And I'm like, it, it's easy. He went back down because he's got more creative freedom over there where it's not just WWE main roster saying, put on the, put on the, put on the monster suit. Go out there and be the demon again. Yeah. You think that's going to be him and Cross WrestleMania? Because they're talking about, obviously, the NXT title will be defended on WrestleMania. I you think that's Cross? I have a feeling. I don't know. I have a feeling that somehow Dunn's still involved in this because the way that that ended was very weird. Yeah. Yeah, true. I mean, for me, though, like, the character of Finn Balor right now isn't isn't great but in the ring like he just seems like the finn that we were all excited about when he won the universal title you know he's not had a bad match on nxt like i haven't seen a bad one um of course the main talking point though is what happened at the end the end if you haven't seen nxt takeover well what you're doing it's tuesday but so Dunn, Birch, and Lorcan come down and they start beating the living hell out of Finn at the end of the match. Undisputed Era come running in, minus Bobby Fish. Is Bobby Fish injured? I don't Where's Fish? I haven't seen him injured. I don't know where Bobby Fish is. But anyway, so the three come down. They bust them up. Kyle checks on Finn. Never a bit of a stare down. Helps him up to shake hands. And then... Oh. <laughs> Adam Cole super kicked the lips off Finn Balor. Um, and then what happened after Kyle got mad, got in Adam's face, Roddy was trying to calm him down and then bam, he super kicked Kyle O'Reilly. He did. You think, so what do you think Roderick Strong's going to do? Cause that for me at the end with him just standing there looking at both, he's going to be like the key. You think he'll stick with Adam or do you think Roderick will? I think. I think one's going to branch off with I think Strong's going to branch off with Cole and they're going to keep uh, whatchamacallit over there Fish and um, yeah because they were the dragons yeah 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 do you think this is now after Wrestlemania that Adam Cole will be on the main roster then I see that's something else I thought of like is, is that their way of keeping Undisputed Error in NXT but bringing up just Adam Cole? Yeah, because Roderick Strong, like, they could keep, you know, as you say, the Red Dragons, Fish and O'Reilly can carry we on We don't doing even their thing. know. Maybe, maybe it's going to be Ballard leading them now. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. There's a respect there. Like, they could keep Ballard doing some stuff. I personally think that, yes... I think it'll be as early as the Raw after Mania. Adam Cole will appear. They'll do this stuff with Kyle and whatever. And then I think the Raw after Mania, Adam Cole will be 
be there, I think. That's what I think. Roderick Strong can be fine going on his own, I think, in the mid-card. And then, I mean, Kyle O'Reilly's kind of proved himself as a bit of a main eventer at the minute. Like, you know, it's just, yeah. If anyone's seen, like, Cole and O'Reilly go at it, was it in Ring of Honor a few years ago? With that story time promo from Adam Cole? <laughs> just amazing. That story time promo was the best. I was there, uh... Best in the world 2012 where they fought each other and they legit like punched the shit out of each other and they were bleeding everywhere. Let's hope we get some of that. But yeah, Adam Cole versus Kyle O'Reilly is 100%. Take my money. Um, the women's matches, as I say, disappointed me. Um, I think it was just, it was a bit clunky. They didn't, it looked a bit awkward. I don't think they worked as a three triple threat. Um, and now with Taya Valkyrie, I'm assuming Valkyrie is going to be the one that goes to Io Shirai now that she's signed. Because um, WWE have been snapping up a lot of people today. I read they've signed Millie McKenzie as well. Oh, we'll get into it. They, they signed a bunch. A whole over... bunch. Because, like, I... I don't know. We was chilling through the, I was chilling through the pre-show, the kickoff show, going along all normal. And then who made his appearance? Oh, yeah, you know, no, no. You didn't even know until the following day when I told you. And you went, huh, wait, what? I, yeah, and then I watched the kickoff. So I watched, I fell asleep a halfway through, woke up, watched the rest of the show. And then I look in my DMs, and Gio is like, dude, Eli Drake. And I'm like, what? I've just watched the whole thing. And then I watched the kickoff. And he just come walking in, this Wade Barrett and the other guys. He's signed. He's in. Like, is he still going to be in that the virtual basement game? Right, is that going to cause them a problem? At this point, this fucking game is taking so long to come out that <laughs> everybody just keeps getting signed. <laughs> but his name is LA Knight, and I see people kicking off. And I, my answer to that is, it doesn't matter what three syllables it, you give that man. You know. Supposed to be the same syllables. Instead of him saying Eli Drake, he's gonna say L A Knight. It's really it's, not, and he will make it. that work. It's not a problem because that he 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 nails that three syllable point thing. Um, it really doesn't matter what three syllables you give him; it exactly. will work. You know, I'm really excited to have him now on NXT because, like, the stuff he did on Impact was amazing. Um, obviously it leaves nwa a little bit <laughs> it's the nick aldis show like i sent a picture to geo <laughs> of just nick aldis standing there saying the 2021 group photo i mean there's no one left for him to fight is there like what's happens to nick aldis now? Oh. i mean like wwe have never really wanted him bruce pritchard's not a fan didn't bruce pritchard say on a pod that he's just not main event caliber so what's the point or something bruce pritchard dissed him I don't think he would fit in AEW, Nick Aldis, like at all. Um, does NWA try and regroup? Because they seem to be just getting ripped apart. <laughs> Isn't Eli Drake as well, like still tag team champ there? <laughs> anyway, uh, but yeah, LA Knight, Eli Drake is there. Um, the first ever women's Dusty Rhodes tag team classics, uh, Dakota Kai and Raquel Gonzalez. I'm okay with that. Yeah, me too. Gonzalez... When she debuted, I thought that was just like the second coming of Nia Jax almost, you know, a little bit clunky, a little bit stiff. 
how good has she become though? Like she has become really good. Like she seems like a genuine monster almost, you know? Um, yeah, I'm, really, I'm happy with it because I think both of them have done really, really well. I've been saying forever that she, yeah, that she needs some sort of like reward and push for all the work she's done over there. With the yeah. Like she is, she has improved so much. And for me, like Dakota Kai is a very sort of, she doesn't get, I don't think she gets the credit for how well she does in that division. You know what I mean? Like she, do, she has done very, very well since turning heel. One of the MVPs. Um, yeah, it was good. Really, really good. Um, the only surprise for me is I was really shocked that Kushida didn't win the North American title. I would have bet anything. That, that Kushida won that. It was like, I, yeah. I can't complain about that match. No, absolutely not. No, 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 no. Um, it was like Johnny Takeover stuff. I don't think we've seen him like that for ages. You know what I mean? Absolute yeah. the stuff when he won the NXT title. It was smooth, great counting. And as I say, because I was so sure that Kushida was going to win, it was actually nail-biting stuff. He didn't... I mean... He didn't, he didn't look bad in that defeat. I do think Kushida's going to win it. Um, but it was a great match. I, for me, maybe match of the night. Like, maybe. Um, and then the Dusty Road Classic. I was so happy they went with Vets and MSK. And again, absolutely wild. Um, yeah. I, the Grizzled Young Vets are so... Yeah, like they have, they have replaced what people thought the revival were going to do for me, the Grizzled Young Vets. That's basically, they've stepped into that role, you know? Um, Again? What a push for them out the gate. Yeah, yeah. MSK, 100%. Like, and thing is, though, they, they don't look bad in that push. They look like they're ready. I mean, yeah, to win the Dusty Road Classic, though, in pretty much a debut, um, yeah, it was amazing. It was um, amazing. And big shout out to Josiah Williams, who rapped um, Cameron Grimes' music video. I thought it was great. I, big shout out to, to that. Josiah Williams, who did the remix of Nia Jax's My Hole. Did you hear that? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Josiah, that was amazing. It was absolutely amazing. <laughs> but yeah, NXT, NXT TakeOver, 10 out of 10 for me. The women's match, maybe you could argue, knock it down to a nine. Because as I said, it wasn't that it was bad, but maybe like every other match was so good, it stood out um, how that maybe it was a little bit clunky. But yeah, it was, uh, it was top, top stuff. Um, and now obviously we had Raw last night, the last Raw before Elimination Chamber, which we will get to obviously in a bit. Um, and it brought us crashing back down to earth in, in, for me, like... It was just a bang average. And it's always, you always know that they're running out of ideas when one match takes over the entire last, last half, like the whole hour. Um, obviously, Braun Strowman, though, that's what Braun Strowman turned up, asked why he wasn't in the elimination chamber. Um, and then he looked like he called out Shane McMahon. You think they're going to do Braun Shane? You think that's how they keep Braun busy for WrestleMania? Have a I mean, feud with Shane? I mean, I wouldn't hate it because it keeps Braun busy. Um, and we, we've seen that before. Shane's matches with Payne. Shane, big show. You know, Shane can hang. 
But do you think that's where well, they're going with that? Maybe. Just to keep him out of the way. Um, and we still haven't really got a clue what AJ's going to be doing for WrestleMania. I, I, we've discussed, like, you know, maybe Seth Rollins and Daniel Bryan, you know, Edge, Edge I'm Reigns. sure there'll be some sort of multi-man match with all, a bunch of them in it, too. Or do you think they hit the switch and we get AJ Triple H before it's too late? I mean, there's not what? really any reason to start that feud at the minute, but do you think maybe something like that? No. I mean, they're going to do that match, won't they, at some point? Do you think before Triple H can't? I don't <laughs> think that it was going to be a thing. I, uh, yeah, it'd be interesting to see what they do. I mean, um, obviously, what? Kofi <laughs> got into the Elimination Chamber as well, which I was quite surprised at. Um, but I understood. Well, I mean, right. Kofi shows up at Elimination Chambers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a safe pair of hands, isn't he? Um, and then they did is the Gauntlet match for, was it to, to definitely get a pod? Is that right? Yeah, we're chilling. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it started with, um, I forgot that they had another Lena Baszler match. I'm so over that. I'm really over that. Um, yeah, I'm over that. Um, Kofi, AJ started it off. Uh, they went sort of 10 minutes. Anonymous forearm. Kofi was out first. Um, and then Drew came in second, which I was quite surprised at. Um, got hit with a Claymore, I think it was. Jeff Hardy rolled up. Jeff Hardy was the one that eliminated Drew, wasn't it? Yeah, no. Drew hit the Claymore on Jeff. And then, yeah, Drew got to the end and Sheamus won. Yes. Yeah. It was a bro kick and Seamus. Do you think they're going to go like all the way with Seamus here now? I'm starting to get a feeling that we're going to get Drew Seamus at WrestleMania. I'm starting to get that feeling that that is where they're going with it. I don't know if that's like a keep Brits happy or something, you know, no crowd. Do you think he wins it here and then gets the rematch at Mania? I, they've, done, they've done more stupid. <laughs> I mean, Sheamus has been really good coming back. And there's, they're clearly really pushing this Drew Sheamus thing. And they're running out of time. And for me, I just is it a mania match? With, Maybe not. What is with the Sheamus gear? <laughs> I don't know. I don't like, know. Are they really just trying to really make him that Irish now? That's why I think they're pushing it as mania. Like, <laughs> Drew's such a Scotsman. Seamus, such an Irishman. Is it going to make some of us Brits watch? Oh, yeah. Like, that, do you understand what I'm, where I'm getting at with that gear? <laughs> oh, yeah. You're not a fan, then? Not of that gear. <laughs> I think you'd look good at it. I think you should buy some. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. We're... There's a donate button on our on our website. Donate money and we'll buy Geo the Sheamus gear. <laughs> the white t-shirt and the little hat. Um, I think it's like a brawler thing, like the Irish gypsy <laughs> thing. Like if anyone's watched Snatch, I think it's that kind of that kind of vibe. I'm guessing it is trying to push like Irish gypsies that like to fight, you know, like a proper <laughs> brawler. Um, but yeah, I think I don't know. I can't see it being Edge, Drew. 
with the way that they're building stuff on Raw. Like any of those guys in the chamber. Styles could main event WrestleMania with Drew. Sheamus could. You know, even Randy Orton could. Although it's pretty obvious that Wyatt's going to interrupt Elimination Chamber for Orton. Like after the weirdness that was Alexa Bliss. Like that's the first time I've watched and gone, eh, maybe that's a bit too much. <laughs> Um, but yeah, even I was like, that might be, I don't know now she's sitting in a bloody whatever circle. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's going to be interesting, but it was a, it was a poor raw. It was a poor raw. Um, it was just, it was mediocre. Like the last hour was called cool. like the beginning match, the hurt business against the Lucha guys, um, was just, was just not good. Like MVP starting to look really old, man. Like for wrestling. Um, the only thing I liked was uh, Bobby Lashley kicking ass at the end. That's the uh, Bobby Lashley I've wanted, like since he resigned. You know. I said, what I was saying is they're saying that Keith Lee might be injured. Oh really? Uh, apparently they said something last night to the fact that like he got injured fighting. Matt Riddle last week or whatever. So, but he's not taken out of the match yet. Ah, strange. Yeah, yeah. But they're still advertising it. I mean, the card is still. Yeah, they're still advertising the freaking women's match. Well, yeah, and she's clearly not going to wrestle, is she now? Like, you know, um, yeah, she's clearly not going to wrestle. Um. But yeah, they said that they're changing direction for the changing direction of top storyline for Raw. Um, and I'm guessing they meant the Lacey Evans match. Or like adding Kofi to the Elimination Chamber doesn't really change too much for me. Um, I you know. like that Biz was like, you know what? I'd rather concentrate on trying to cash in instead of this. It made sense. And I, I think... You know, he didn't need to be in a rumble. He didn't need to be in this. I mean, Miz is a is a good worker. I maybe I would have liked John Morrison in it instead of Kofi. Like I would, I think. But I understand either of them would have been fine in in the elimination chamber. Like either one, you know. My one problem with with the way that John Morrison has been since coming back is they've literally just made him like a tag guy and a second two. Yeah. My hunch, what I think, is Miz will cash in and win. I do think he'll be champ off this money in the bank. And then I think him and Morrison split. Morrison goes for him. That's what I think. And it will okay. be like a little bit of, you know, until Drew comes back to win it back. Or it will help move away from Drew in the main event picture to somebody else after. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, Morrison and Miz go at it. I hope. I'd like to see more. Of John Morrison. I was really excited to have him back. Same as Lashley. And, you know, now that they're booking Lashley right, um, I do think Lashley needs to lose the United States title, though, and go for the main title. I could see Drew, Bobby Lashley, you know, I could see that. Maybe they go to that. They're booking Lashley really hard. Like, he destroys everyone. He's made Rat Riddle look pathetic, like a little rat doll. Um, the way he launched them luchas about last night, I don't know, man. I don't know. But there's lots of signings. Now, we've got quite a lot to go for. Because obviously we mentioned they've signed Eli Drake. Um, they've signed Tyre Valkyrie, both to NXT. 
Um, today they added Millie McKenzie. Um, they signed Christian Casanova. He's joined. Um, they signed Blake. What's his What's his name? Blake Christian. Yeah. Um, they signed obviously them three girls for the Dusty Road Classic. Um, what's with What do you think is happening? Why do you think they're going on this mad one? Like because I think, as you said, after Mania, there's going to be some people actually getting moved up. I think it's going to be a lot of a lot of changes. Do you think some people will leave? Like you know, do you think? I mean, have I've, a bit of a clear out. Backs up like Cesaro. Yeah, he's just re-signed as well, and Rey Mysterio's re-signed. Um, it looks oh, like, he yeah, he's signed now, Cesaro. Hence this mini push because he's the favorite to win the Elimination Chamber and fight Roman Reigns. I think. Really? Yeah, yeah. He's the favorite. <laughs> I think they're doing that to appease some fans to at least give him the match. You know. Um, myself, I think so. Um, that's what I I am assuming. Like, because I think Cesaro versus Reigns would be a great match. You know, would <laughs> be an absolute great match. Um, yeah, Blake Christian signed as well. Yeah, and they're showing the progress. They're showing a progress title live on the network, aren't they? As well, WWE. I read. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's live progress on demanding and the wwe so is that gonna be a thing i guess now i guess so maybe that's their crossover like everyone's saying about crossovers and stuff don't forget the wwe have got their fingers in enough pies that they could do some stuff like they could do stuff with progress they've got all the evolved stuff yes we're gonna have to get in all that talk too yeah i sent you a lot of stuff on that <laughs> you did a lot of stuff um yeah 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 um now, obviously, just before we get into that, um, we want to touch on some AEW stuff because there's been a couple of news. First, some positive. Or is it a positive? Akada is going to be showing up. How do you feel about that? Yep, that was the first thing I sent you. I, I, I don't like it. Because you're not a fan? You're, listen, you're watching. TNA, you'll get to the point where he shows up as as Kato to Samoa Joe, and it's bad. Yeah. Like, it, there's a reason why New Japan didn't want to work under Dixie Carter's TNA, and that's the reason why, because they took their number one guy, gave him an excursion, and then they turned him into Kato from the Green Hornet. <laughs> like bad. only Dixie Carter could. <laughs> like he literally wore the Lone Ranger mask and just walked around with a camera recorder for Samoa Joe and recorded stuff. Wow. It was you bad. You, or the, the, the bit I'm worried about is like the next bit of news that I sent you. So Sammy... Rivera, apparently it's been reported that he rejected an idea to appear on Impact Wrestling after quitting the Inner Circle and Dynamite. Apparently he rejected it, said he didn't want to do it, said he wasn't interested. Um, Chris Jericho then told Tony Khan about it. 
And then there was some back and forth, but apparently it was Jericho that reached out to Don Callis and said, ban Gravera from the premises and then sent Gravera a text telling him to go home and not attend Nashville. Now, it's a bit early for that stuff, don't you think? That's so shitty. You're supposed to be an owner and because he doesn't want to do something, you're going to throw your power like that? Yeah. I mean, this will be the thing, because the problem is with this crossover, it's only going to be the top guys that get... Look at the state of invasion. That's why you he know? didn't want to understand. He realized really quick that it's not going to benefit him. It's not. It's not going to benefit any of the up-and-coming guys doing this crossover. It's going to be great for us to watch. Carter turning up in TNA or AEW. Yeah, I, I get the hype. But you have to build. Look at the problems the others have had. Look at what WCW had. They didn't build anything underneath NWO. Yeah. TNA did the same thing, you know? As somebody in the Discord told us, it's literally they're looking for people to take the pins to the small to the to the bigger guys. Yeah. And I yeah. guarantee you. They wanted. They wanted Guevara to come in, take some losses to probably Rich Swan or to Chris Bay to make it to, to put them over, but making him yeah. weak. And why would he? Like he's got a really good future. Like okay, he's he's had a bit of a checkered past. He's done some bits and pieces, work on his behavior and attitude and stuff. He's a very talented wrestler, though. Like. These are the guys. He's only like 27. They don't even think of you in your prime till your mid-30s, late-30s. You know what I mean? You're not even really... He's got at least 10 years, and he's already really good at 27. Like, the future I of this kid could be huge. Dumb or joke against him. It was dumb. It was immature. It was eons ago. He was baited into it, like... Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was a dumb kid. Do you know what I mean? Dumb kid. Um, but yeah, apparently there's, um, there's no heat on Sammy from an AEW side, but from the Impact side, there is. That's just how the deal is. Impact are supposed to be the ones also benefiting, benefiting from this. And at the minute, have you seen anything Impact's way? Like they were doing a fine job and now they just feel like AEW's bitches. I said that plenty of times, like... What what is the what is the end game of all this for impact? Yeah, I don't know. Besides the exposure. Yeah, and it's not even at the minute really good exposure. You know, it's not. Yeah, it's not. It's not very good exposure for impact. It's not. It's not having the divide like effect. I'm assuming. Yeah, as you say, Guevara was supposed to. Um, to eat, eat a pin, and he hasn't, you know, and he didn't. So, why, is it okay, why is it okay for for Pac to say, hey, man, I ain't showing up at this AEW show and taking a loss, but it's not okay for Guevara to do it? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, what is the difference? And that's going to be starting to, to eat away at people, you know? That's going to be eaten away. And that's going to bother the undercard, you know? And I, I think that's going, to be, um, that's going to be the problem. It's a very, 
it's a very WCW scenario where these big dudes keep coming in and they're taking these spots from the from the younger dudes who are on the mid card and lower card, putting them on better shape. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Where's, that's, where's that, it, it shows where's like look who... honestly been since losing that belt. Yeah. Yeah, oh well. You know, where's any of them been? Like, you know, what's Miro doing? You know, look at the state of Brian Cage, Lance Archer. They're not doing great. They're not doing great. You know, and they are good guys for the future. When we see that they're signing them, you think, okay, they're picking up guys that fans have been wanting to see do some stuff, you know, and they're doing nothing. We're watching 61-year-old Sting or hearing that Jericho is calling the shots on the career of a 27-year-old kid. Like, that's not right. For me, that's not right. But it's always what I was worried about is egos. Massive egos with too much power, you know? But, um, yeah. And again, it, like I said, it's things that I've, I've noticed. Like, look at last year at EW compared to this year. Yeah. Last year they were pushing all these newer dudes, like Private Party. They were pushing these dudes. And now all of a sudden it's like, Here's your top guys. Where the fuck's the, their tag champs the revival been? Yeah. You don't hear them much talked. Yeah, that's true. Where have they been? They're fighting with fucking Jurassic Express, I think. <laughs> yeah. But they're not getting much, much attention. No. And that is the problem. You know, that is the problem for me. That is what they need to fix and fix it, fix it quick. To me, it's where NXT is better than AEW, where NXT knows they have an overinflated roster. So instead of the same guys being featured every week, they alternate them. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. When, oh, they change their gimmicks like Cameron Grimes. I love Cameron Grimes, so cash around. Just putting it out there, by the way. Absolutely love that. But <laughs> like, like one week it'll be heavy on Kemi, you know. Cameron Grimes and Dexter Loomis and so and so, and then one week it'll be heavy on Finn Balor and the and yeah. or undisputed era. Yeah, and then the third week it's Champer and Thatcher, you know. That's and what then like, the next week it's the the you know the grizzled young vets. We get we'll get some time with MSK and stuff. That's what I'm saying. It's a very the way that they book it is where it works. Like you asked before, like what are they doing better than other other places? It, it's they're they're they know to alternate and to not oversaturate the people they got. Yeah, and to keep them on TV enough to keep it almost interesting. Like you're not forgetting anyone, but they're not in your face all the time. You know, you know, a bit like this Cameron Grimes new gimmick. I like it. I mean, he did actually. He has actually come into some money in it through some Wall Street bets. I think he did. He actually won, and they decided to roll with it. That's why he's throwing cash about. Apparently, it's based on stuff that happened in real life. Um, and obviously, there was some talk of Pat McAvee. Triple H had some kind words. Uh, and then McAvee didn't really say no. Um, I think he'll be back. Uh, I think he enjoyed it too much. But Pat McAvee, people don't realize, he's really busy, you know? So I subscribed to his YouTube. He is relentless on there. Like, he is there all the time. Like, <laughs> Did you see that? He 
Did you see his tweet towards the uh the Adam Cole thing? Yeah, he was yeah. Like, Are we really fucking shocked? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um no, I love a bit of Pat McAvee. He is obviously you don't realize how hard he actually works. Um But yeah, he's obviously said he's coming back. It's, it's a great time to be, you know, it feels like you know when WWE went out and they snapped up Jericho and Benoit and Guerrero and Malenko and Saturn and all the rest? It feels like that again. You know? They're snapping up very cool, very promising guys, sprinkling a couple of names that are going to make everyone pay attention, you know, like Valkyrie, like Eli Drake. You know, they, you know, they are really good signings for WWE given current climate. But as you say... NXT is the place to be right now. NXT for me is, is the number one thing to watch. Week in, week out. I don't care what people tell me about numbers. NXT is the best show. And I think Vengeance Day proved that. And I think with Ty of Valkyrie on there, I mean, Valkyrie versus Io Shirai. Yes, take my money. Take my money. Um, but before that, we have got Elimination Chamber to go through. Obviously, the card is looking a bit skewed with. Raw didn't really help us. It actually felt like we lost matches. <laughs> we did. So, um, not really sure what, what we're reviewing, but the card as it stands right now, um, obviously we have the men's Raw Elimination Chamber. So, we have Drew, Randy, AJ, Jeff Hardy, Sheamus, and Kofi. Do you see anyone other than Drew? Not really. You don't think they're going to hit the switch on Sheamus? Like, I could believe that they would do that, you know? Oh, you, you said other than Kofi. Uh, Sheamus? It'd be interesting. I think this is leading to Drew Sheamus. Whether that's... Because there's still fast lane, isn't there, before WrestleMania? Yeah. Okay. I mean, so, I guess Sheamus winning it, Drew winning at uh, number one contender thing at fast lane, and then getting it back at Mania. Yeah, the only one on that list I could see winning is, is Sheamus. Um, I think guys like AJ's in there and Jeff and Kofi to add spots. Randy's I mean, in there to bring back Bray Wyatt, I think. I was about to say, it's that's happening. Yeah. Maybe Orton gets down to the last two. I, I don't know. But I think Bray takes out Orton. AJ, Jeff, and Kofi are in there to add some spots. And the hard truth of it is I think we're building towards Drew Sheamus in one way or another. Um, I'm okay with that. Yeah, I'm okay with that. I think, I think people would sleep on it. Doesn't, you don't look at it and think, oh, Drew Sheamus really? But they were to put on a hell of a fight. You know, a hell of a fight. You know, there's clearly good chemistry. They're both brawlers. They're both quite similar. There's obviously friendship there too, which always helps. Um, unless Miz... Cashes in at the end, which is why he pulled out the match. I, I don't know. Miz is like, is a weird one for me because I think he does it on Raw. I think he, I don't think he does it on Roman or whatever's going on on SmackDown. I think he cashes in on whoever's in Raw. So it'd be, it'd be interesting. But I'm going think, with Drew. I'm so, I think Drew. Maybe till like the night after Mania or something? Maybe. Maybe the Raw after Mania. Maybe. Maybe he does it at Mania. Because Drew Sheamus, you know, how do you spice that up? You throw Miz in at the end. I don't know. I can see. I, I think Miz cashes in and wins, though. Like, 100%. It, 
think that he cashes in. When he does, he becomes champ. I definitely think they're going to give him another run. Um, so yeah, we'll have to see. But I'm looking forward to it. I think it'll be a good match. I think they've got a good balance of people in that match. Um, and then the SmackDown one. So <laughs> SmackDown decided, well, Paul Heyman said that he's not going to be in Elimination Chamber. Roman Reigns won't be in the Chamber. But whoever wins the Chamber will fight Roman Reigns one-on-one straight after, <laughs> which will be funny. Um, and in the match is Corbin, Owens, Cesaro, Brian, Zayn, and Jay Uso. Who you got? Do you think they give it to Cesaro and then have him lose? I think they have the one-off match for Cesaro, yes. It would make fans a little bit happy. Cesaro maybe goes in first, lasts the whole thing, you know? Get people to, like, can you shut up about Cesaro now? You know, a little bit. And if Cesaro steps up and take it, because I have to say, I don't know if you ever watched Talking Smack or anything from it. Cesaro's promo on Talking Smack was the best promo I've ever seen him do. I don't know what's happened. Maybe they've sat down with this contract and gone, this contract's your last chance here or something. You know, here's the deal. We'll give you one last push, one last try. Because I know people go on, but Cesaro's always been in amongst things. You know, especially mid-card titles, tag titles. You know, he's never done bad. Okay, he's not main event, but that's because I just don't think personality is main event. But maybe they've, they've agreed a deal. Maybe he said, oh, give me one last try, one last push. I, looking at what happened on SmackDown, if they have Daniel Bryan, Roman Reigns at WrestleMania, which is what people talk, I think they do Cesaro, Seth. I do think Cesaro will be fighting in amongst it. But I, I think Cesaro wins. Because I, I can't oh. see Corbin winning because that would be heel versus heel. And the same with Zayn. Again, Jay, I don't see winning. I mean, maybe Logic says Kevin Owens for like one last one-off. But come on, do we want to see that a fourth time? Like, I don't know. And I can't see them wasting Daniel Bryan Reigns as a one-off match after a beating in an elimination I mean, it's obvious that it's going to be like whoever it is, Roman's going to just immediately take advantage and get the, you know, get an upper hand on it. Mm. Yeah, I mean, like, was it when Batista come out of that New Year's revolution? Remember that money? Unless they play it off that it's an upset and whoever it is beats him. Oh, I can imagine. Maybe. I just feel like it's going to be Cesaro. Yeah, I mean, yeah. It'll be Owens, Brian, or Cesaro, I think. It'll be one of them three. I'm hoping it's not Kevin Owens because that feels like a waste. Unless they are just really trying to make us boo Roman Reigns again. Like, I don't know. Interesting. Um, so not officially been cancelled, but Oscar Lacey isn't obviously going to happen. Um, they haven't confirmed it yet, though, which I find strange. Um, it's not been actually confirmed. It's still on the official card. Um, so, yeah. We'll have to see. Maybe Peyton Royce steps in and we have a bit of a pre-show chance for Peyton Royce just to help her friend oh, out or something. You're not going to take the chance to, to taunt me and scare me? <laughs> not this time. 
I think Eva Marie will be saved for WrestleMania, don't you worry. <laughs> She'll be back soon, don't you worry. And of course, I'm pretty sure that, you know, WWE are going to get... Oh, speaking of sign-ins, I was going to say, I'm assuming Tessa Blanchard at some point. Davy Boy Smith Jr. is back in talks with WWE, apparently. You think that's okay. true? Doesn't I he have, like, a really bad attitude, though? I don't think he did. Oh, I thought he was, like, a scumbag. But apparently he's in talks to come back, um, which would be cool. Maybe that will help bridge some of that. All of that. And then, of course, the United States Championship is the only other one. Uh, Bobby Lashley versus Keith Lee versus Riddle. We don't know if Keith Lee's injured, which would be another injury. Keith Lee gets knocked about a little bit, did he? Um, but I think who, if that match goes ahead, I think Bobby Lashley loses the belt because I think they could use him better. Now, I don't think he needs the US title anymore. Um, maybe lose for a roll-up or something. Maybe Riddle takes the title because he's had his ass kicked like several weeks now. I could see them putting it on Riddle for a bit, you know, as the feel good. Because at the minute we've got a lot of heels winning. Um, and then the predicted matches. Sasha Banks versus Carmella again. Um, with Belair on ringside watching and then make her challenge official after the match is the rumor I read. Um, the SmackDown Tag Team Championships, uh, Rude and Ziggler, who now have their own theme song, yeah, um, will take on the Street Profits, predicted, and obviously Big E versus Apollo Crews, um, they think will be adding. The stuff with Apollo Crews right now is gold. Absolute gold. I think put the title on him, because I think Apollo Crews has been great as this sort of frustrated, turning bad, monster you know i'm a big fan i am okay. a big fan but yeah that's the rumors this is on sunday join the discord to chat to us we will be watching along i don't think i'll be doing it on stream but we will be in the discord and now we're getting to my favorite bit no <laughs> well you got any more news then if you've got news we won't go to it right now can i just make up news <laughs> All right, we've got one last thing, two last uh, things, and then, then it's you. God damn it. We, got, we could talk about little Bow Wow trading with Rikishi. <laughs> talk 10 minutes about that. Kills his eye here, um, which, I'm, which I'm petrified. And did you see Cody Rhodes talking, saying about there's no reason why AEW and WWE couldn't cross over. Do you think that would ever be possible given the hatred between some? Do you think Vince would ever consider something like that? That's weird. It seems a strange thing to say. You know? Um, yeah. Because like, his actual words were, we're aware of the world outside. Bullet Club is a big part of our blood in AEW. There's no reason we couldn't work with New Japan. There's no reason Jacob Fatu couldn't take a step over from LLW and stand across the ring for me. There's no reason that there could be a potential WWE crossover one day. And I don't mean that's the thing that's been discussed or happening, but none of those rules that exist for other places exist for us. Wrestling is a universal industry. I just, I don't know. Like, there's a lot of hatred. 
I don't know if they could ever do that. And I don't know. I, I, it'd be interesting. I don't know if the Bullet Club thing has really upset some people in New Japan because, you know, yeah, Tonga's been talking a hell lot of shit, to be fair. <laughs> Just the call out Gallows. Did, what was the Instagram thing when, or the interview he did and he said about Gallows is what he was wearing? <laughs> Just like... the, the, other, the other week or whatever, he was like, hey, do us, he, he was like, hey, do us a favor and Oh, the cat thing. He was like, "Do us a favor and kick out old, kick, kick old buck and that old buck." <laughs> yeah, he called and, them uh, old buck. That's what it was. He called them old and bald. He said, like, "Kick old and bald, old buck and bald buck." Oh God! Oh yeah. Okay, so they've just released a statement uh, that there is something going on with Keith Lee. But it's unknown, and his status is up in the air, and he might be scratched. Yeah, I'd say. Maybe it's a, is it a COVID thing, do you think? That's weird. Ah, I don't think it is. No, I don't think so. Um, and MVP was actually injured. But that explains, because he looked, looked terrible. Um, he blew out his knee during the match. Okay. Yeah, he was limping around, because, yeah, he looked, he looked old and beat up. I'm really trying for you here. Do you, I mean, Bad Bunny won the 24-7 title. I'm, 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 I'm clutching at straws, Gio. <laughs> so, Gio, the Gio review, which is what we like to do towards the end of the podcast this week. What did you have this week, Gio? You're all a bunch of pieces of trash. <laughs> Awful. <laughs> Look, you got a sensible one. You did. I sent you. You got the SummerSlam 97. You did get sent that. That we have had that request mainly for the Triple H Mankind cage match, but SummerSlam '97 is now on your list, and that's not terrible. We can handle that. Isn't that thank the one with that big five-man elimination you. thing? <coughs> thank <kind> you. <laughs> but what did you get this week? Well, this week, my friend, I got uh, December to December. <laughs> <laughs> What a show. What a show. <laughs> um, yeah, so what was this? 2006, I think. Yeah, it was 2006. <laughs> so what did you get? What did you take from it? Didn't they start with, like, I think I, because I wanted to see what you was watching, and I turned it they, on, and it opened with, like, I, Stevie I Richards against Ready to Pre, and I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> I, I, I literally was like, I stopped. And had to read myself after that awful tag team match. Um, the FBI one. No, not the FBI <laughs> one. The awful Mike Knox and Kelly <laughs> Kelly match. Where's Ariel and Kevin Thorne? Where's Kevin Thorne, Horrible. man? Bring back Kevin Thorne. He's what, that was... <laughs> embarrassed of that match. Oh, it was, yeah, it was terrible. Like, and you look at the rest of the card. Balls Mahoney against Matt Stryker in a Strikers Rules match. Like, God damn. Davari against Tommy Dreamer. <laughs> Do you think this is like one of the worst, <laughs> worst wrestling shows ever? Do you think it would be the worst? Uh, yes I mean it was it was really bad the only thing that I remember from it that made it okay that if you had to watch the Hardys 
Eminem match wasn't bad. I mean, that was good. And their Elimination Chamber wasn't terrible, but I mean, Test and Hardcore Holly were in it. <laughs> um, and then like there was a barbed wire baseball bat, swear it, that Lashley used on Big Show and or put him through a table, didn't they? And then a crowbar, and there was a chair. <laughs> so what would you rate it? What did you feel? How did you feel garbage. after it? Absolute garbage. Y'all, y'all just making this line worse and worse of things I won't do ever again. <laughs> Why are you doing this to me? <laughs> do you think it's one of them, like, seeing that they started with the Hardys M&M match, like, do you think, did you, yeah, when you first see it, you think, wow, this is okay. And that you think, all right, if this is how it starts and then it comes straight into the match striker rules match, which, what was it? No bad language, no top rope. <laughs> I'm sorry. I can't even keep a straight face. <laughs> you enjoying this? You know, like the striker's rules was Can't swear, no top ropes. No pulling of the hair. <laughs> Are you enjoying this? Yes. Gio has been very quiet this week as well. Like, I have to say, he's been well, very... Well, I also slipped and fell on my ass. <laughs> yeah. So he, he's watching this garbage, and he falls on his butt. Ah, <laughs> 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 uh, it's been a bad week. Hey, you got... You got what's his name? Who's the guy from... Um, Mark Jindrak this week. Better? <laughs> <laughs> Mark Jindrak, Ezekiel Jackson, and then SummerSlam 97. It's not bad. Rest of uh, So what was your favorite yeah. match from it, though? Like, was there anything good for you? No. <laughs> the hardest thing was all right, I guess. Yeah. You didn't but, like no. Ariel's leg sweep on Kelly Kelly. Come on, man. That's so much. <laughs> <laughs> it was bad. and then Sandman didn't Sandman come out and just beat the hell out of Kevin Thorne <laughs> he did for no reason um, yeah oh, it was bad it was bad because like yeah the Davari dream match Davari won on a roll up after Carly got ejected then he come back and choke bomb dreamer and it was it was poor it was really poor and didn't they even start chanting tna isn't that the pay-per-view that they were chanting tna tna oh god you sure know it's were. bad yeah. when in that type of year that's what they're chanting exactly because that was as tna was getting bad i mean because that was yeah they did it during the tag match because it was elijah burke wasn't it and um i don't remember the other guy Sylvester Turkai, baby. Oh, my God, yeah. Oh, no. Sylvester Turkai. Sylvester Turkai. Oh, yeah, he was bad. What was that? Him and Burke were the knockout tap-out connection. <laughs> oh, jeez. Oh, God, I'm just, it's all coming back to me. Oh, I feel dirty for you. The knockout tap-out. That was them? Oh, Jesus. Oh, God. <laughs> He didn't yeah, he lose, didn't last did he? Too like, long. But he never, he didn't actually eat a defeat, did he? I don't think. And then they just got released, like, by the January. Like, 
he, he was he didn't he didn't last very long. Well, here you go. He was he was brought to SmackDown July two thousand six, and he was released by January. So lasted about six months. The old knockout tap out. Oh no, that's the title of this pod. If you're wondering why the pod was called Knockout Tap Out, now you know. <laughs> Stop! <laughs> Stop now. <laughs> Okay, do you know what? Like, Jindrak and a big Zeke are on the list. But I tell you what, to make you feel better, next week we'll push SummerSlam 97 to the top. How's that? (laughs) We'll push it to the top to at least get some of Geo's sanity back because I think we're breaking him slowly, people. Like, he's had a bad few weeks. You're going to have to ask me this question next week of, what was your favorite Mark Jindrak match? (laughs) Did he even have? Do you understand what this means? I have to watch WCW 2000 in order to get to Mark Jindrak. Yeah. Oh, oh that's going to – that's when it went really bad. Oh, Because this is what happened. Like, we were like, Umaga. And he's like, yeah, okay, I can do that. Next thing he's telling me about Chavo and Hornswoggle dressed up as cowboys or something. And I'm like, because oh, this has gone bad. <laughs> my dedication is I watch shows or I watch – I skim through when I watch segments leading up to whatever match they're in that week. And then oh, I, yeah, make yeah. My, I, I make my, I make little comments because it makes it go better than just being like, yeah, this match happened. Because then it's like, well, what the fuck? Why did I just find the Hornswoggle and Chavo dressed as cowboy and Indian? <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. What, what is this? Yeah, to Mark Jindrak. That should be fun. You get to see... You might get some evolution stuff out of it, though. That wasn't all bad. That wasn't all bad. You know, because he was nearly oh, in that. Yes, he was supposed to be in it. Yeah, he was, right? Till the very end. Didn't they even cut, like, the they, scene they when they're walking the, down the street? Like, they actually they filmed it the with him. They did the Titan with him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, he, was, he was that close. I mean, that could have changed his life, but, you know. For me... Evolution was one of my favorite factions, like ever though. Like they would be in that conversation. I bloody loved those four when they were together. I thought that was great stuff. Um, yeah, I was all about that. But yeah, Mark Jindrak, how different his life would have been if he had actually kept that spot. But Gio will tell us all about it next week. I'm so excited because that means yeah, you're gonna watch 2000 WCW up into some really dodgy. Christ. Triple H, Goldberg, Scott Steiner stuff. Oh, dear. Oh, God. It's going to be a tough week. I get, to talk, I get to talk about his, like, three-week relationship with Teddy Long. This is going to be fun. Oh, and then who knows where you go off once you start going down a Teddy Long road, you know? Oh, God. Geo next week is going to be opening it by saying, you'll be going one-on-one. <laughs> Uh, the Undertaker. Oh, guys, what a week, uh, though, I have to say. Uh, part of Borgio, who got, like, how good NXT TakeOver, but he still got the stain of December to December on it. This member, which is, I yeah. told you, it was just me hitting my head on a wall. Because I, I think it would be the worst. I can't think off the top of my head of a worst WWE pay-per-view than no, that no. one. Like, I can't see I mean, what would be on that list. Um, 
what was the the um the one I hated when Shane and Daniel Bryan were the refs. I think the only match that was pretty good was there was Ziggler, Corbin, and Rude in like a triple threat match. That one was terrible. You're gonna you're gonna make me watch like awful 2004 stuff where like Daniel Bryan wins the belt and then they just take it away from him constantly. Yeah, could make you watch when King Mabel was created. King of the Ring '95. Oh, <laughs> that was terrible. <laughs> the one where Heyman, uh, no, not Heyman, when uh, Paul Bearer got like buried in concrete. That was terrible as well. God, there's been some bad ones, but I don't think any as bad as, as that, as that December thing. That was just awful. The, um, the only other one, Kurt Angle's debut, Survivor Series 99, when he beat Sean Stasiak. That pay-per-view, Survivor Series, that was terrible. That was terrible. Meat? Meat, baby. Meat. On that note, <laughs> well, we're not going down that road. We're not going down the Sean Stasiak meat mode. Definitely not. That's a definite another podcast. Um, right. Next week, obviously, we'll all be about uh, Elimination Chamber, the good, the bad, and the ugly. We are in the No Talk Just Wrestling Discord. Um, we'll be chatting through the pay-per-view. I don't think it will be being streamed. I, I don't know. Maybe. I think. Uh, I don't think I will, though. It will be in Discord, though. We'll be chatting. Reach out to us on Twitter if you've got stuff that you want us to watch, want us to review, uh, want to talk about. Bring it up. We're, as you know, if Geo sat through December to Dismember, he's open to talk about anything, pretty much. <laughs> Don't tell these people to talk to me. <laughs> yeah. Just what be careful. Hell? Catch him in the right mood. Make sure the Taco, Man Bell is, the Taco Bell Man has been, and you'll be okay. <laughs> and uh, on that note, uh, we'll see you all next week. Geo, I'll catch you next week, my man. All right.